Welcome to the Dynamics Hot Dish, the podcast where Ashley Steiner, Allie Nelson, and Liz McLennan dish up the latest news and insights about Dynamics and the Power Platform. Join us to explore business applications and low-code development with tips, tricks, and real-world experiences. So grab a seat at the table and let's dig in. Welcome back, everyone, to Dynamics Hot Dish. This is our first time recording in 2024, so happy New Year's, everyone. We're excited to be back, and we have a special guest with us today, Heidi Newhauser. So thank you for being here, Heidi. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be part of the hot dish. Yeah, we're excited to have you on. So before we jump into things, I just want to ask all of our listeners to do something today. So it would mean so much to us if you would just take a few seconds and follow us on wherever you're listening to the podcast. So your podcast app, YouTube, wherever that is. And this will be really helpful for you because then you'll never miss an episode. So Heidi is here today. We're going to be talking about the recently released agenda for DynamicsCon Live, which will be May 13th to the 16th in Denver, Colorado. And Heidi is a partner at ReEnhanced, and she's a Microsoft MVP for business applications and is passionate about user adoption and out-of-the-box configuration tools in Dynamics 365 and the Power Platform. Heidi, is there anything else you want to share about yourself? I know you're super involved in the community um, and you, you know, help with the planning process for DynamicsCon Live, but I also personally know you through your volunteer work with TechFluent. So I feel like your bio doesn't totally do you justice and you do a lot more than what I just shared. So is there anything else you want to add? Oh, thank you. I do love participating in the community, which is why I think I am part of the planning committee for DynamicsCon Live. So. I also chair the Philadelphia User Group for Dynamics and Power Platforms. So anyone is in the Philly area, feel free to join us. We meet quarterly. For you, just lots of fun community stuff. Other communities I'm involved in, I am a softball coach for my kids. And I also coordinate a running group here in the Philadelphia area. Serial-like volunteer, I guess. And you've done trail running before, like those really long races, right? Yeah, that's yeah, my like ultras. Yeah, I like yeah. the 50K races. They're super fun. Oh my gosh. You don't run the whole time. You know, like we're walking uphill. You only run well, when it's down. Crazy people run the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they give us really good snacks. That's impressive. I don't think I'll ever run that far. I did my first 10K last year, and I think that's that's a good distance right now for me. <laughs> yeah, I signed up for my first 5K this year, and we'll see if it actually happens. All right. I might just walk it because I don't run. Even if someone was chasing me, I don't think I'd run. <laughs> Walking is totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Thanks for sharing, Maura Heidi. So let's kind of get into the questions around the conference. So this year, what's the content geared towards and what is the goal of the conference? That's a great question. So I, I'm actually involved in a lot of the conferences in the Dynamics community. And I think DynamicsCon Live is a bit unique in the way that they approach it. I feel like they're really hyper-focused on trying to empower people to speak that haven't had a chance to. So one of the things that we're all focused on, everyone in the community and the, on the planning group, is to ensure that there's diversity in the content, in the speakers, and in the walks of life that these speakers are coming from. So every conference wants to have, 
you know, community or users instead of partners speaking. But DynamicsCon Live actually does it, which is pretty cool. So lots of, you know, focus on on who's speaking and a lot of really, I'd say like tenured professionals in the space have been mentoring people. I think some were involved with TechFluent too. And they're going to be presenting together, which I think is another unique thing about DynamicsCon Live. But content-wise, it's it's really neat. It's all walks of Dynamics 365. So we've got the ERP side. We've got the CRM side. There's Power Platform track. And there's also a unique track that they have, which is cross-product. So anything that touches more than one product gets its own fancy little, like, extra track. I noticed that. Is that a new track this year? Or did I just miss it previous years? It is new as a track this year. Last year, we kind of played around with some, everything's traditionally been really siloed, right? Like you come to the conference and you sit in the CRM room and you get the CRM information. But those lines between those silos, as you know, are are becoming very blurry. So a lot of people are using two, three or more parts of the tech space. And it got confusing. Where do we put this? Does this go in BC? Does this go in CRM? It's also Power Platform. Where does it live? So voila, cross yeah. product track. <laughs> I was curious how Doug finds the the users, right? Again, Heidi, like you, I've been involved in a few conferences helping to pay content. And I know that Doug does focus on that. How do they make sure that users actually submit content? Ooh, great question. I don't know. I don't know what draws people (laughs) to Doug more other than they're really vocal about their mission of of getting diverse speakers and new speakers. Even when Doug started their conference, they started with DynamicsCon conference online for COVID. They were online before online was cool. (laughs) But they had a metric and we were going to hit that metric. We needed a certain percentage. I forget if it was 20 or 30. It was a high percent. 30% 30% of our new speakers are going to be first-time first speakers. And on the committee, wow. on the planning group, that was a metric we looked at all of the time. And I think maybe having everyone involved and pointing in that direction, because a lot of the first-time speakers are customer, are partner, sorry, are customers, it, it just kind of aligned to that happening. Everyone was driving towards that same goal, and it just kind of stuck since then. I really like that. Did you have any sort of intentional metrics for planning live for this year? Or does that just kind of happen organically now because that was the precedent that was set in the beginning? I think it's just kind of organically always been a part of their mission, which is really neat. But on the on the CE track, I actually helped with three tracks. I was on the CE planning track and then I helped with Power Platform And I also worked on the cross-product track. So I got to do a lot of this and work with a lot of different groups of people to help make decisions and determine things. So it was really interesting how everyone worked differently, but the same. So like I already said, diversity was a big thing we were looking for. That sometimes is hard to get to. So we have like physically diverse individuals. We have diversity in skill level we've got some experts that you know and love we've got a ton of mvps coming and then we've got the brand new voices we've also got people coming from all over the world i can't believe the speakers that have said yes to this they're coming from australia new zealand they're coming from europe they're coming from the u.s but they're just they're making the trek and they're all coming together and it's going to be awesome that's exciting 
Ashley, do you want to ask the next question? Oh, sure. Yeah. So really wanted to kind of talk about what can people expect to walk away with, right? So if I'm a user partner coming to the conference, like what is the goal for them? Like what are they going to walk away and, and learn and be able to take back to their company? A great question. So what I hope people are going to learn is just a different way to skill up in these product areas. I hope that there is a good balance or that the the people who come and experience the conference, I hope you see a good variety in the level of information. There are things for people that are new to the tech space. There's also intermediate, and we really tried hard to include some slightly more advanced topics that maybe aren't always featured in a conference. So hopefully you're skilling up, you're learning something new. It would be really cool if everyone kind of checks out something outside of their normal track, because I think that's always a great thing to do when you're at a conference. And maybe you'll learn something new as well as networking, meeting people that are facing the same tech problems or user problems that you're having and just having a conversation with new people. I think that's a great message because I will say even for myself attending conferences, I'm still scared to like walk into a session where I'm like, you know, to something a different product or cross product because I'm like, I'm not going to know. Look, that's the point, right? Is that you're there to learn. So it's a great message to people to to try something that makes you a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it's okay to be uncomfortable a little bit. Yeah, it's okay to have a little (laughs) imposter syndrome getting into that room, but you're there to learn. Yeah, and especially if the like other track, it, like that session is geared at a intro level, like a beginner level, like you're not any different than maybe, you know, the brand new system I'm in that's sitting in that room. So that you have all this other like industry experience to apply. So yeah, I've never, I've never attended like a BC or SNO session. So maybe that's a challenge for this year is to broaden the scope a little bit for our like a CE power platform people. Heidi, you had mentioned like being intentional about selecting some more of the advanced topics. I don't want to put you on the spot, but is anything like kind of top of mind session wise that would like fall into that category since you called that out as being something kind of unique to this conference? Oh, that is putting me on the spot. I have the list list (laughs) if you want me to pull it up. I'll tell you one area. Well, again, I was mostly focused on the CRM track and playing Mm -hmm. the CE track. So on the CE track, we we had hundreds and hundreds of submissions. It was like, it was unreal how many submissions there were. And going through it, we wanted to make sure that we represented some areas that might not have been as well represented in DynamicsCon Live in the past. So we looked at the feedback from session surveys. So thank you to anyone out there who fills out those surveys. You are making a difference. And one of the messages we heard was, you don't have enough technical sessions, which is true. We were focused on functional sessions. We were focused in prior conferences on entry level. Traditionally, the DynamicsCon live conferences have been like BC heavy and CE Mm -hmm. was like less attended. So we were kind of developing it for that. It's grown. There's more people showing up. So I know this is a long way to answer your question. There are more advanced technical sessions this year than there has ever been in CRM EE track for DynamicsCon Live. And then other sessions which you've seen before are going to be different. So Ashley's doing the XRM Toolbox. I know it's not going to be the same XRM Toolbox session you've all seen before because things change and there's new tools to highlight. I'm doing a session with Kylie Kaiser, 60 Tips in 60 Minutes. Yes, we've done that before. 
But these are our new tips and we are leveling up our tips as well to not just be entry level and moderate. We're looking for some of that advanced content. Eddie just challenged me to not do the same session. So now I feel compelled <laughs> to not just pull it out of the bank and redo the same one. Oh, I'm, I'm sure just kidding. No, it was already going to be. Yeah. It's always I, different when you do that. Yeah. No. Well, there's so many new tools, but there's also just new technology, right? Like parts of the system that you're getting into. Like I'm doing a lot more with project operations these days and the tools that you use for that are different than you would use for sales. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I just thought of another session I was really excited about when I was when I was checking out the session submissions and when we were rating them. I forget who, but there is a a panel of Microsoft experts who work for Microsoft who work on the CRM CE product teams that submitted a session that's called like Ask the Microsoft experts or Stump the experts. Stump the Microsoft we... experts. Yeah, crash. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. we can go. And just ask anything and let the Microsoft product team answer. I can't wait to see. And I I feel like sometimes at conferences, there's not a lot of Microsoft presence. So it's awesome that you have some Microsoft speakers there because they always bring a different perspective to the table. Uh So that's exciting. I definitely want to be at that one then. For sure. And we we did another thing you might notice in the content that we did select for CRMCE is we tried to limit the number of co-pilot sessions. I know co-pilot's buzzy. Everyone wants to talk about it. We don't all have 300 seats to afford co-pilot, right? It's not accessible to everybody. So yes, you can learn all about co-pilot, but we also want to focus on all of the other first-party apps and all the other things that you need to know in addition to co-pilot. The things that people are actually using. The real things. things (laughs) Co-pilot's awesome, but like you said, Heidi, not everyone's using it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's also pretty early on in its like maturity cycle. Like obviously yeah. Copilot's exciting, has all this potential, but like mm-hmm. the, some of the use cases for it are still kind of limited. And so I think it, you know, it is evolving so fast, but I really appreciate that it's not just all Copilot and kind of all the marketing buzz stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ashley, what sessions are you most excited for? Oh my gosh, you put me on the spot as well. Well, I will say I'm excited for one that I'm doing because I'm actually going to be presenting with a co-speaker, Ed Martinez, who is the project manager here at Elevate that I work with every day. We're going to talk about how we use project operations internally for our project management, for our projects. So really excited for that one. And I am excited for the cross-product entire, like I was looking at that section and I can't think of, of course, you put me on the spot, Liz. But like, I'm excited for, you know, just the chance to do something that's not specific just to CE, you know, because that's kind of where I lived. Uh, last year, I didn't attend. I t- attended like three sessions. I had to work during the conference. So this year, my goal is to just not be in my hotel room the whole time and actually attend sessions. I also love that it's not BC overload. Last year, everyone was with BC. They had like their own section and it's nice to see that the other products are getting more space and, and things like that. So, Yeah, I think we should call out Allie's um, cross-product sessions and she wasn't able to record with us today. And I, I think she's done this one in the past, but I'm sure she'll um, make it new and exciting for this conference too. And actually, it actually was top of mind because just like yesterday, we were talking about like BA skills. Um, and so she has one business analysis skills for all. 
And so I think no matter like what role you're in or how long you've been working in the industry, like that's something we all need to be good at and can always kind of continue to improve and evolve at. And so I love to see that in in the list and it makes perfect sense that it's cross product. And so, yeah, I think that's one I'm and, excited for. And to keep the focus and highlight on Allie, she also has a really great session on the CRM CE track, which sounds cool. I can't wait to see what she has. It's because now I brought up the sessions here. Things I now know that I wish I knew sooner about Dynamics 365 CE. Doesn't that sound fun? Yeah. Can't wait to hear what it is. Yeah. I told Allie, I hope she records that BA1 as a webinar for any of the BAs on my team that can't come to the conference. I was like, that would be so valuable to share internally. So I was like, do whatever you can to get it to be a webinar. Heidi, is there anything else new about the conference this year? I know we had talked about the new cross product track, but is there anything else new or different that you'd want to talk about? Yeah, it's much bigger this year. They're expecting at least 2,000 attendees. I mean, I wasn't wow. there last year, unfortunately. I couldn't make it out of conflict, but it was a few hundred, right? It was 500 the year that I went two years ago. So they're just growing. under 1,000 last year. Okay. Yeah. So double which is insane. Yeah. So they're doubling each year. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> so along with the larger attendance, it, there's so much more content. There's going to be two CRM rooms, two CE rooms happening concurrently. I don't know about the other tracks, but I can talk to CRM. So we'll have two rooms so you can choose which session. We, uh, we've doubled the content that you're going to have in CE, which is really cool. And Microsoft involvement, which we touched on before. So we're having... Quite a few Microsoft speakers that'll be here across all of the different tracks. So that's going to be really neat to see their support for this conference and this community. That's awesome. That's really I'm exciting about the growth. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to switch just slightly. I know that Doug is really, they prioritize fun, right? Like they want to make sure things are, you know, kept fun and kept interesting. Do you know any sneak peeks of the receptions or themes or anything that they're going to do this year? I don't. They're keeping oh, it quiet. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a secret for me, too. <laughs> I can throw a little teaser out for a TechFluent thing. So TechFluent's planning um, a social mixer, a fundraiser for the Wednesday evening. So I wasn't planning on sharing that. But I mean, since Ashley's talking about social events, I might as well put that out there. So more yes. to come about the time and location. But yeah, keep an eye out for that. Yeah, sorry, I don't know any, like, Juicy details. <laughs> I'm sure that. it'll be great. Yeah, I was going to say, we might have more. We're going to be continuously talking to Doug over the next few months because we love working with them and we'll all be at the conference. I think this is the first time all three of us will be at DynamicsCon yeah. Live um, together. Um, last year, Liz wasn't able to make it, so it was just me and Allie. Um, so I think it'll be fun. And, and I'm always excited. They're so creative at Doug. And they keep things fun and light and it's it's exciting and they don't, I mean, tech is boring, right? At the end of the day, like what we do is not like sexy. It's not fun, but um, you have to have fun with what you do in your work. And so they, I love that they bring the lighter side out of people, um, uh, all of us nerds that like sitting behind a computer doing work. So we can definitely share more about the evening events and all the fun social stuff once we, we have all those details. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What okay. else, Heidi? Is there something that we haven't asked that you're like, people need to know this about Dynamics Can Live? I can't think of anything. 
You are coming this year, right? You said you have a session, so we're not going to miss you like we did last oh, year. Oh, man, I have three sessions. Yeah, I saw several. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, everything I submitted was accepted, which is great, but <laughs> now you have to prep for it all. Exactly. I Actually, I on a personal note, my husband's session was selected, too. So he's going to be there speaking, which is going to be really oh, cool. Yeah. Would you ever do, like, co-present together? Have you ever thought of that? Um, we did co-present for Scottish Summit when it was online. Okay. Uh, we were talking about Power Automate connectors. And our plan was to just start talking about how you can figure out which connector to use. I don't know if you guys know, we built a website called connectorreview.com. Yep. which is amazing. And we have so many people. It's a free community resource that just tags connectors by use case. So anyway, we get accepted to speak about power automate connectors because it's the thing we're both passionate about. And then as we're working through it, this was in 2020, we had a little extra time on our hands. We're like, hey, we should make a tool that we can talk about a Scottish Summit. So that's where Connector Review was born. So that was pretty fun. So we have done one, but he and I have super different strengths. He's extremely technical mm -hmm. he does custom code software development like not my language you probably complement each other really well then if we you're do. working on something exactly. or work together yeah that's cool i have to ask when you presented virtually like that were y'all in the same room or did you join we right separately? here he was okay. sitting in a chair next to me that's awesome <laughs> i, I love that like yeah, like virtually and you're like sitting like because we've done a, a streamed live podcast and it's like weird. because It's like, oh, my gosh, you're next to me. Like, I don't yeah, know how to like, do this. Do you do I look at the screen? It's people <laughs> looking at the camera, right? <laughs> That's awesome. It'll be fun to have him at Dynamics again. I know he's gone to other conferences, so it'll be fun for you both to be there. Yeah. Yeah. This will be his first Dynamics con live. Wow. Awesome. Fun. So on that note, like, do either of you have any tips for, like, first-time attendees for DMSCon Live? Mm. I mean, my yeah. biggest one is always find something to do after hours, right? Like, there are so many groups. There's so many people. If you don't have plans, ask someone because I'm guessing they probably have plans or they know somebody that has plans. Go to dinner with people. Meet somebody. Meet somebody new. The thing I hate most is put yourself into, un you know, slightly uncomfortable situations i'm not good with that but at any conference your goal should be to walk away you know having made a new networking friend or you know just somebody you can lean on so my biggest tip is make sure that you have somewhere to go and if you don't know who to ask come to the three of us i'm going to volunteer you heidi we will always we love including new people and we want to grow our networking group too so my biggest advice is the after hours stuff make sure that your conference day doesn't end with the last session, keep networking, find some people to to go to dinner with. Yeah, I would say that's my biggest piece of advice. It's probably the one I don't follow. But I used to. Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. <laughs> Funny. I, my mind, when you asked that question, went towards like the actual content. I think Ashley covered all the other stuff. And wear comfortable shoes. It's not a big conference, but it's but good to be comfortable. Still don't worry days. about being fashionable. Well, wear comfortable clothes, too. Like, nobody yeah. cares what you're wearing. And, and like, a jacket is always cold. Yeah. Overly air-conditioned. Yeah. <laughs> well, right? air yeah, probably. But, yeah. but content-wise, I mentioned before, like, try to go to at least one session. You It's outside of your comfort zone. Whether... Like maybe I'll go to one of the developer things just to understand that lingo a little bit better or a different product room. 
your ticket to Dynamics Con isn't a ticket to the CE track. It's a ticket to anything you want. And mm -hmm. my other suggestion, or just to let you know, if you're an attendee, please come talk to us speakers afterwards. We are very happy to hear from you if you have questions about a session you just saw. Excellent time to get in touch with that person, right? If you come to my session and you give me your information, we are going to have a conversation either there or afterwards. And I think all the speakers are like that. We love sharing our knowledge. That's why we do this stuff. So we are approachable humans. Come talk to us. Get in touch. If we can't talk right after the session, like Ashley said, ask us if we want to go out for a meal or a beverage and we'll chat there. My I only other advice is check the weather. It can snow in Denver in May. So <laughs> I was there a couple years ago for work and it was May 1st and it snowed like four inches. So just check the weather before you go. And if you're a runner, get in touch with me. I will be running there. Maybe we'll get Ashley to do her 5K. No. <laughs> Heidi, how do you fit in workouts during a conference schedule week? Like, that's impressive. I go <laughs> in the morning, especially something like this, because I'm on the East Coast. I'm going to be up too early anyway. I will go run and then start my day. Crazy. I adjust I so know. quick. I'm like, <laughs> oh, seven here is seven there. Oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> Well, to start to wrap it up, and thank you for sharing all that advice. I think it's all wonderful. And, like, I love the point, too, of that it's not just only about the educational content, but about the networking and kind of getting outside of your comfort zone and all of that. The one thing I like about Doug is they're so community-centric. And as they grow, they're continuing to push community first. You know, it's about the people. And I don't think—I I think a lot of other conferences that— we have seen grow over the years. You kind of lose that sense of community and bondness. And Doug seems to be doing a really good job of putting the community first and the people and the attendees and, and creating that environment. So that's one of the reasons I love Dynamics Con Live. Now growing up to 2,000 people, I guess we'll see if that continues. But so far, they've you know been able to maintain that sense of community. That's great. Yeah. So just a reminder to all of our listeners, there is a price increase on January 31st. So if you are thinking of registering, it would be a good time to do that now. Save a little bit of money. And if you do also want to save some more, we have a Hot Dish promo code. So Hot Dish Invite 15. We'll put that in the show notes. So that will give you 15% off, too, for your registration. Should we move to our signature closing hot dish question? Or is there anything yeah. else about Dynamics Con Live that either of you want to share? Let's go to signature question. Okay. You want to the best part. It? You should yeah. ask actually. This is my favorite part of having <laughs> a guest on. So obviously our podcast is called The Dynamics Hot Dish. And so we like to ask all of our guests, what is your favorite hot dish? And if you don't know what it is, we're happy to, to tell you. Hot dish is like appetizer? So no. in the Midwest, See, I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, so in the Midwest, we call a casserole a hot dish. So nor I don't want to say normal, but outside the Midwest, people call it a casserole. But we tend to call it a hot dish. So a casserole, basically. Hmm. As a non-dairy vegetarian, I actually never make casserole. 
I'm now I'm trying to think of a non-dairy vegetarian casserole that I've had, and I don't think I've ever had one. So that's kind of understandable. <laughs> well, I was gonna say because I'm lactose intolerant, so I have found a lot of dairy substitutes. Like uh-huh. you know, there's dairy-free cream cheese now and, mac and, and things cheese like that. Cal- that's not a casserole. So I I always it's my stretch hot dish. I'm gonna answer if I can't come up with something better. Yeah, anything you put in a casserole pan and throw in the own a casserole pan. We're gonna buy you one, Heidi. <laughs> We're gonna show up to Dynamics Come Live and be like, "Here's some vegan non or vegetarian non dairy recipes." I do for a lot of cooking, so I'm gonna challenge myself to make a hot dish that is vegetarian and non dairy. Yeah, if you find one, let us know. I love to always share those recipes, like on our oh my website. Gosh, am I your first people. guest that can't answer the question? This is terrible. No, we've had other people who just don't know what like casseroles are, or like it's just you know what I mean. And so I think mac and cheese enchiladas. People have said because you know you kind of put it in like a casserole type pan. Oh, I think well, Liz I is looking. Say what I, put I in am. A I'm pan. looking. There's there's thirty hearty vegan casserole recipes. Nice. Okay. So apparently there's, yeah, there's recipes and they don't. I mean, like, okay, wait, like green bean casserole that has casserole in the name. Green bean casserole. Yeah. There you go. That's a very common one. Everyone has that on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I found a great non-dairy recipe for that if anybody needs it. Yeah. If you share with us, we'll put it in the notes for people. My sister's vegan, so that would be awesome to share it. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. Thanks for joining us, Heidi. This is a fun way to kick off our our year of recording. It's so fun to have you finally on the podcast. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for asking me. I'm honored. Thanks for tuning in to Dynamics Hot Dish, your go-to podcast for all things Dynamics 365 and the Power Platform. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to follow us on social media for even more insights and updates on the latest trends and best practices in business applications and low-code development. We'll be back soon with another delicious serving of Dynamics and Power Platform goodness. Until then, keep innovating and building great solutions.